Hello, everyone, and welcome to One Narrow Gate Podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about the weight of waiting. Before heading off to work one morning, I gave my children their daily pep talk. The pep talk of the day was about waiting. I proudly explained to them, they're all five years old and younger, of course, when you wait, wait patiently. Don't fidget. Don't squirm. Don't jump up and down. Don't huff and puff and don't sigh. Have self-control. Stand or sit still. Be joyful. Waiting can be hard, but remember to be still. I know, that's a tall order for four kids under, under five years of age. I reflected on what I told them while driving to work, and I felt God gently nudge me while he spoke into my spirit, and he said, this word was for you. How often do we as parents or professional mature adults forget that the lessons we teach to others are also oftentimes for us as well? We are prone to think that in our lofty positions of authority or elderly age that we have it all together. We are strong enough to handle whatever life throws at us because we have to, right? But the weight, or in other words, the burden of waiting patiently, waiting obediently, waiting well, can be heavy. And if we aren't careful, we can be crushed under the weight of waiting. As we look at scripture, we find that many people felt the burden of waiting, and not everyone waited well. Some were crushed under the weight of waiting. Others were strengthened by the weight. King Saul did not wait for the prophet Samuel before making a sacrifice before a battle, as he was instructed to do so. Saul did not wait. Instead, he went ahead of Samuel, made the sacrifice, and lost God's anointing and presence. We read this true story in 1 Samuel chapters 13 and 14. Right before Saul's battle against the Philistines, Saul offered a sacrifice to God by himself. He did not wait for Samuel, as he was instructed, and Saul disobeyed, and therefore he rejected God's word. Because Saul refused to listen to God, Samuel said he had forfeited the hope of an internal dynasty in Israel. Saul's son Jonathan would not sit on the throne after him. Instead, a man after God's own heart would sit on the throne. What a heavy weight to bear for a king. No legacy, no dynasty, no honor from God. Even more tragic, when Saul finally tried to pray to God, God refused to answer. And instead of recognizing his own sin, Saul blamed Jonathan for God's silence and tried to kill Jonathan. As Saul entered into another battle with the Amalekites, he refused to obey God's command again. When confronted by Samuel, Saul refused to admit he was wrong. He pretended his motives were pure. Saul completely missed the point. God wants obedience, and that can be found in patience. Saul's consistent failure to obey God resulted in the kingdom being ripped from his hands and given to someone more worthy, someone who could bear the weight of the weight. On the other hand, David was anointed by Samuel as well and promised to become the king of Israel at approximately age 15, while he was just a shepherd boy. God had a plan for David's life, but he had to wait for the promise of the anointing. Little did David know, it would be many long years before that day would come, and the day and the time in between was going to be very, very tough. During this period of waiting, David was often harassed by Saul, in danger of being killed by Saul, and on the run for his life from Saul. It was during those years that David learned how to handle a crisis, how to love his enemies, honor authority, do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with his God. Instead of banquets, golden luxury, David was surviving out in the wilderness with a bunch of misfits, often feigning insanity to save his own skin. 
Instead of honor and prestige, he was hunted like a dog. The Psalms give us a window into the distress he endured, the great number of tears he shed, and the despair he felt. But it was during those times that he would learn the great faithfulness and mighty power of God. He would learn that he was greatly loved and treasured, and ultimately completely safe in the arms of his Heavenly Father. He learned these lessons well. Sometimes it takes a long time for God to come through, and the weight of waiting feels so heavy. Scripture teaches us this, Wait upon the Lord and He will renew your strength. You will mount up with wings as eagles. God is the ultimate trainer, and He knows what will prepare us for the promise. Wait upon the Lord and He will renew your strength, right? Remember, some weights are meant for strength training. So while you wait upon the Lord, He is strengthening you. You will mount up with wings as eagles. In order to soar, the eagle relies on the strength of its wings. Pound for pound, an eagle wing is stronger than the wing of an airplane. The structure and the strength of the wings helps the eagle to soar and glide with less effort. The strength training will help you to soar effortlessly into God's promise. David was so supremely confident that God would come through on his promise that he could remain at peace even though he was cursed and insulted. So great was his trust in God that he saw no need to take matters into his own hands. David knew it would be taken care of and he knew that he could not lose. We see such complete confidence in God's justice, action, and righteousness. David's security was not in his promised title and power as king, but it was firmly rooted in God's goodness and justice to an extraordinary degree. God had proved himself faithful time and time again in the past, and now David's confidence in God was unshakable. From David's example, we glean these following things. God's will is more important than our ego. Our honor, worth, and security are all safe in God's hands. Even though we are anointed and appointed, we may still have to wait. God does not ignore the cries of his children. Our waiting is a purpose for someone other than ourselves. God keeps his promises, but he often keeps us waiting. In our hurry up, need it, gotta have it now culture, it's easy to think that we shouldn't have to wait. Think about it. Within seconds, we can know the weather in Indonesia, order lunch from a restaurant, send an instant message to relatives across the country, or send a tweet to thousands in the blink of an eye. No wonder waiting is hard. The wait is an important refining training and testing time, often in a way that may seem opposite to where you want to be. It is during the hard wilderness period that the fulfillment of the promise seems a million miles away. When we see the end result of God's work, we see that not one tear or second was wasted. Waiting is less difficult and the future is brighter when we let God do his work in our waiting season. When we let our guard and defenses down, we're open to seeing how faithful God is to bring his plans for our lives to fullness. So let's be strengthened by the weight of waiting.